STC pod and the opinions expressed in this podcast are solely those of the presenters therein, without any affiliation or obligation to any establishment, either real or imagined, even if they wanted it. Now, get ready and hit start to continue. Okay, here we are, one week removed from our post uh, Barry Game Exchange record. Ah, hey everybody, mm-hmm. welcome back to STC Pod, your Start to Continue podcast, one week after... I just said that. <laughs> are you listening? Yeah, I'm listening. I'm glad that we held off and, and didn't rush and put out that episode, you know, we talked to everybody after the fact, we... Uh, you know, made notes, we got people's thoughts and opinions, and then carefully uh, formulated our record accordingly and put it up at the proper time. We didn't rush to get it out right away. Like midweek or something. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, no. So it was good. And uh, hello to all of our new listeners that we made uh, through the Beer Game Exchange as well. Thanks for returning in. Uh, thanks for checking out our flyers that we handed out to you and uh, pass it on to your friends if you've enjoyed listening to us uh, so far. Yeah, thank you. Why are you looking at me thank like I'm you. crazy? Because uh, you're Mr. Poopy Pants here. I don't know, I don't know how to take you. I'm poopy because yeah. you got notes in front of you you're, that you're going to talk about. and They're not. As I've told you before. We don't do notes. We're not another formulaic show were more off the cuff I have this but you like to write a lot of stuff down well I forget and stuff call it delightful no all the time. I forget stuff so uh, there may be things I want to touch on and I will forget and they're more emergency it's like an emergency line then put the sheet away because at some point your head hits the desk my head hits the desk when you st- Start telling me how delightful uh, these YouTube channels are that you like to watch, or this television show that you're watching. What should I be talking about? I don't know. Just why can't you go crazy one time and go silly? I'm not the crazy one. You're the crazy one. Why do I have to be the circus attraction, and you have to be the straight man? You love being Tom Cruise. Really? Being the big star. You love it. So. You love the attention, even though you say you don't. And uh, I don't. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Well, uh, welcome back, everybody. This episode brought to you by Retro Revolutions YouTube channel, where they just put out a brand new video where they consolized. Yeah. Uh, isn't it a one-man show? Well, yeah. So why'd you use? Uh, pronoun they well you know that's what you do in the biz mm, that's make, what you, do. you make stuff up anyways uh, Jared over there just put out a video where he consolized a uh, Sega Game Gear and that was pretty incredible did you say cannibalized yeah he had lots of uh, I love he I don't know what kind of uh, camera gear lenses he's using but he is getting in there macro super tight on the stuff so you can see exactly what he's doing with the soldering of the pins, and it's it's tiny. It's tiny. My iPhone could do the exact same thing. No, I, I don't. It's probably what he's using. 
I don't think your iPhone, it would be fuzzy. You need special macro lens to get that close. And it is like the, the steady, if I was doing that, they'd just be shaking like crazy and you wouldn't even be able to, like it wouldn't even come close. You have such crazy shakes going on. No, I don't. These hands are tight as, no. Tight as anything. No, there's Look. so much steroids going through them. See, there's no steroids and I'm holding my hand out in front of you right now. Go study that is, I could solder. Boop. <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't think so. Super straight, man. You are not. No. Nope. Dude, you know how many soldering classes I've done? Well, uh, anyways, we'll let the people know we are uh, back together again, face-to-face -face in real life, across from a microphone do, in person. Do they need to know that? Yeah, I think people like to know when, when this is happening. It is the middle of the night. It's uh, 2 in the morning. And... Uh, Joe's pretty poopy. That's all I gotta say. He's Mr. Poopy Pants. He's all uh, grumpy and mopey and banging feet around and all this. And then uh, I've got a lot to do, and you won't let me do it. Then he's finally hits record on the thing, and he's Mr. Pleasant on the microphone. So I, I'm a little confused. That's why the opening was so. I, I was confused. I didn't know what I was getting. Apparently, he's gonna be. Uh, you're hoping for. You're hoping for angry. And I threw you for a loop is what you're saying. You've got a coffee in front of you, and you've got a Coke in front of you. You just ate half a loaf of bread, put through the toaster. There's still half a Coke here, too. And you've been eating cake for the last two days. Well, I guess three days. Well, it was leftovers from... Uh, May is a rather expensive month, unfortunately. So it was, along with being Mother's Day recently... Uh, my parents also have their birthdays one day apart, so and there's nothing I can really buy them that they would need. So I thought it'd be nice instead of you know spending money on each of them for something that they don't need, I, I'd be nice to take them out for dinner, and uh, this way they can spend you know we can spend time together as a family. Oh, money bags. So. And my dad was turning 70, so it's, you know, I guess, I, I don't know if you call that a special birthday, but, you know, it's one of those uh, rounded... Milestones? Milestone. Okay. That's not a milestone, really, is it? Yeah. 70? That's a pretty big one. So, anyway, we went out to the keg and just had a nice dinner. Boom. Money. And then we went back to our house for uh, strawberry shortcake. This was the funny thing to me. Expl I knew. Explain this because I don't understand how this is hilarious. I knew. When you told me you had cake, it was from your parents' birthday, and I knew without going to look at it what kind of cake it was. Because you, Joe, will only eat strawberry shortcake, which is crazy in itself. And, uh, yeah, that's what you got your parents for their birthday was the cake that you like. No, it's a cake that cake. we've had numerous times throughout the years. Yes, because for Joe, to keep no. Joe happy. Well, I So don't... this one time you couldn't get them a nice black forest or uh, yep. red velvet with the buttercream. Nope. What? I eat. Strawberry shortcake, or I'm leaving. <laughs> and you just named two cakes that go for like 90 year olds. Red velvet, what? That's what everyone no, enjoys. No, it's not what everyone enjoys. That's yeah. what you enjoy, so you think everyone enjoys it. Same with the Black Forest. Boring. 
Well, Black Forest isn't my favorite, but that's a very traditional uh, exactly. You just said cake. you just proved my point. Very traditional from the 1970s. Or you can get a cake for toddlers. Strawberry shortcake. That's not a toddler cake. It is. It's it is delightful. There's barely any sponge in it. It's all Cool Whip and strawberries. No, it's all sponge. No. Sponge with strawberries with light. It is for uh, babies. Light. Uh, Joe babies. <laughs> light. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, whipped cream on the sides. Yeah. Yeah. It's perfect. Why? Why are you stuck on this? Why, can't Why are you, you stuck on your red cake? velvet? I like a chocolate cake. I don't like chocolate cakes. Cause I'm, you know why? I'm not five years old. I'm Strawberry shortcake. I'm mature enough baby not cake. to have to have chocolate and everything. I don't have to have chocolate and everything, but a nice chocolate Just cake nut. is lovely. Is it delightful, it as is. you like to say? <laughs> it's quite delightful. No, it's not. <laughs> you have to have chocolate cake. in everything. I bet you because when you're five years old. I bet you when you rolled that cake out, your parents were so happy. They oh, a major eye roll. Their eyes probably rolled out of their head. Here we go, <laughs> strawberry shortcake again. Oh, never have enough Cool Whip. Can't go wrong with it. Oh my God, these poor parents, man. I can't believe it. Well, we always have shortcake. Yeah, cause Joey. Joey gets upset and has a boom boom. What do you want? Ice, uh, ice, what's it called? Uh, ice cream cake? What do they call it? Yeah, there's ice cream cake. Yeah, no, I like, too. I like the actual, I, you know, if I'm going to indulge in a cake, you know, let's get some flour in there and bake something. So. Yeah. Not, Strawberry shortcakes are baked. <laughs> not much. <laughs> So, anyways, you've been eating that for three days. That's been fun. Well, it's done now. That. Is it? Polished it off, and uh, yeah, that was it. So that was uh, that was the weekend. Um. Well, let's go back for a second and uh, just recap last week's episode. We talked about the Berry Game Exchange. Had a good time at that. We were. We teased we would delve more into that. Are we still doing that? No. Because I forgot about it, so yeah. <laughs> I still have my paperwork here. I threw it out. You transcribed it all into the... Yeah, I don't remember what was what. The booyah base that mm. is your cookbook. <laughs> yeah, I heard you guys bashing me on Twitter. I didn't bash anybody. Yeah. Now, it's interesting how people leave certain things off the ledger and There's other things off the go ledger. on It's it. all on it's, there. It's all interesting. It's all on there. And last week even let me in a little further into your into your bookkeeping. It was it was wild one. <laughs> it was a wild one. Um, anyways, uh, just to recap the Berry Games Change again. Can't wait for August coming up. Will we be selling again? Um. I think, maybe. I'd like to get rid of all my stuff before then. You know, I listen to uh, the latest Transformers and Beer podcast. That's my favorite podcast to listen to. And you guys were uh, talking about the Berry Game Exchange and, you know, being a, being a buyer, being a seller, being a dealer. Is it worth the hassle? Is it, you know, and your, your co-host M was saying it's, he wouldn't perceive, I think, the hassle of 
being a dealer worth it, but I gotta say, I had a lot of I, I have a lot of fun behind the table. Especially at something like this. It's like you're uh, you're a bartender. It's like you're Sam Malone out there saying well, hi to everybody and giving them what they want. I enjoy it. And I mean, I didn't sell a lot of stuff. I got my notes here. I didn't have a lot of inventory like you, but I was like the secondary person on the table. I probably sold like maybe 20 items, but that added up, man. I think my final number was... Uh, around $400 in my pocket at the end of the day. But that doesn't mean I I made $400 if you if you uh, delve deeper into the numbers, right? Because I had to get that inventory somehow. And my sheets told me that I had $300 of inventory there. And then I had $400 come in. So that only leaves me with a profit of $100. You know what I'm saying? However, I'm in profit of $100 and still get to keep all of that inventory. So I keep a value of whatever that inventory is. You know what I'm saying? Mm, no, you lost me there. Yeah, okay. Well, anyways, that's what happened at uh, MyBerry Game Exchange. Didn't make a ton, but uh, I, I just have a good time being behind the table, talking I to people would've... and having a home base. What? <laughs> I would have liked to have <laughs> been able to. Uh, oh, sorry, my my chair made, <laughs> my chair made a noise there. Don't know what that was. I would have preferred to have been able to uh, traverse the floor more. You you got a leash on me when I'm there. That was your own. Where you don't like seeing me leave the table. No, no, that was your own. You so didn't I, price anything. I would. I I had my sheets. Next time, if you price it all, then we'll be able to each take turns strolling around. But I would have liked to have. But I know you enjoyed it too. Talk to people through the other side of of the you know the table, like as a as a as a purchaser as opposed to a vendor. You know what I mean? No, because I never see you talk to anyone. Well, yeah, your purchaser. You know, I could have hung out down at, you know, Josh's table for a little bit. Well, you'll be able to get both the best of both worlds once you price everything on your table so you can leave. Mm. But I know you enjoyed selling as well. So I, I uh, say that... It was still stressful. You brought that on yourself, obviously. But I will say to anyone contemplating being a seller, have a go at it. It's, it was a good time. But I do want to say, I don't know if we... Uh, said it enough last week or the biggest thing lacking in the berry exchange for this spring year was uh we missed the american friends that weren't there well, from last year let's just say we missed everybody who traveled to come there american as well as uh east and west coast yeah, well, of, of canada course. yeah you're right that was special last year and uh, so we definitely felt their absence this spring, but look forward to having that happen again at some point in the future. So that's it. Yeah. All Berry right. Until the next Berry Game Exchange. Um, uh, I've brought up this point to you, so I might as well make it known to the public. I've uh, changed my sleep mask again. Are, are you going to wait? Are you going to say how much you made? You had all the inventory. 
No, I don't remember. Okay, I didn't think so. Oh, but before we move on any further, what? sorry. Uh, again, tr uh, talking to people that want to be sellers to sell, a lot of guys, probably the average, you know, there are a lot of guys who minimum brought in a grand, like, by doing nothing, so. Well, it depends on what you have. I'm just saying, from talking around, a lot of the guys very easily brought in a grand. And it's not uncommon to have a guy stroll out of there six, seven, eight thousand. So, anyways. Six, seven, eight thousand. Yep. Yep. Well. Anyways, I didn't mean to go back. That won't be us. Well. Because we don't sell our heavy hitters. Yeah, I'm just saying. It's fun to be a seller. Sorry. Go ahead. You were talking. I was just mentioning that I changed my sleep mask. Again. Oh, your sleep mask. Right. This is incredible, this place you go to. So I'm on my third mask. They keep giving you masks, and these are like 300 bucks each. Well, i got to give it back to them. Yeah, but it's garbage to them now. It's not like they... Not necessarily. They just sanitize it, probably. No. <laughs> no. What? I don't know. Is you, that how it works? Do you think that you have I like someone else's mask at this uh, point? I hope not. Was it in a package? Uh, yeah, it comes in a sealed package. Yeah, so no, it's it's garbage. I thought I just might go off to the factory and they resanitize it. No, well, it would it would be like shrink. It would be a write-off. Hmm. I assume. So yeah, the first one was like more of a. Uh, nose, mouth mask, and then I went to uh, the nasal pillow, which is directly into your nostrils. And now I'm on one that sits, is a tube that sits below your nostrils, but also sort of uh, goes from your nostrils up to the top of your head and then back down again. So it's like a, it's like an oval loop where the air passes through. And... Um, the purpose of that was I was having issues when you exhale. It just felt like I was fighting the pressure of what the the machine was, was pumping out. So with this one that I have currently, the, um, not dimensions, but uh, surface area kind of thing where the air is dispersed as the machine's pumping it out, lessens the pressure when I exhale through my nose. So it doesn't feel like I'm struggling to, to breathe out kind of thing, right? And even though a lot of it's really mental because yeah, the machine's pressure, you know, it, it still is pretty, like, comparable to, like, how you breathe normally every day. It's comparable to that. It's just a different perception of it. Yeah. So... But that's the whole issue, so. Oh, sounds good. Sounds like you're buying in, into the program. Yeah, and uh, sign me up to the next. I'll be joining the uh, Church of Scientology. It's just, you have this loner machine, which I think is a lower model. And I know people don't care about this, but a new newer models back off the pressure as you exhale automatically. Like, they're super smart. And you'll the machine will actually, like a wave sign, will go in and out for pressure. I don't think your machine is really doing that. But we looked at the price older. on it. This thing's like 1200 bucks, though. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what? The? Yeah. It's, it's not, ridiculous. Not cheap. 
But man, I remember, like you said, my first masks, I had that nose one, and it's just supposed to sit on your face as an very gently, like a hovercraft, but there's so much leakage all around the surface area because it has to go all the way around your nose. I'd have to put that thing on so tight and even my top of my jaw would be sore because it'd be pressing against it. I even talked to the doctor saying, is this going to screw up my face like my upper palate's going to be caved in? <laughs> no, you know, that shouldn't happen. But then you'd wake up and have big pressure lines for where all the mask was all over your face. Yeah, I was having that issue too where, well, as soon as you don't shave or anything too, that eliminates uh, area where it can, you know, stick to your face tighter right yeah um so anyway it's like i said on to my third thing i see him again i think in another two weeks uh this is the store you're going to yeah this is the, the doctor this this is the store it's quite a quite an outfit they look after you well i think they have to right it's like why they can't just give you a mask and then hope that it works in this, the actual sleep clinic where you sleep and do your tests at, they're way too busy to have you just sort of waste their time by coming in with a machine brand new and and not being accustomed to it properly, right? Where they can, because the whole idea for your second visit back there, like you said, is then they really fine tune the machine and calibrate it to what you need at that point, right? Yeah. No, but I, I never got this kind of coddling from my place. You just picked this shit up, and you were sent on your way. Yeah, I'm surprised. This guy is pretty good. He's a big, tall guy. He's like, uh, if you picture Mick Fleetwood from Fleetwood Mac, same same look to him. Mm -hmm. Big, giant guy. Very technical, very clinical. So anyway, that's uh, what's new with the sleep mask. Yeah, CPAP hour. Only on STC Pod. Where else are you going to get that kind of talk? I don't know. What, uh... Have you been out thrifting or anything? Uh, well, you know, yard sale season is upon oh, us. Have you had any success yet? Yeah, well, a little bit. Nothing crazy. Last weekend was gorgeous, but there really wasn't a lot of uh, yard sales. Although, should I say, um... I hit at least 500 yard sales before 8 o'clock. There's a... Should I say that? I was going to say contrary to what um, one YouTuber known for yard sailing. I don't, I, you know, don't even put that in my head. I, you know, that can, drives me crazy. 200 yard sales before 8 o'clock. Okay. Yep. I don't get sure. it. It's yeah. just got to be the area where you live, man. Oh, he's in a magical area of um, magical. Everyone has a yard sale. Anyways. Um, oh. I've yet to hit one, but I might do it this weekend. We'll see. Blood boiling already. I don't. Uh, I don't. Man. I don't like having to fight people to get stuff. Well, you if you you're in an area where you're going to. You go to an advertised one, and you're gonna, you're gonna be there with all the sharks. Now, here's the here, you, people got to do this. You know, don't complain to me when you show up to a yard sale at eight thirty, nine o'clock, and complain that's already been picked over. You must be out of the house by seven. You must be. 
You just got to. You got to be out by seven. And uh, you say, well, their yard sale doesn't say it opens till eight. Don't matter. You be there and help them open it. That's the only way you're going to get ahead of everyone else. And even if they say, sorry, uh, we're not ready to go yet, we're, you know, then just jam. Oh, yeah, well, good luck when it happens. Hey, by the way, uh, you, you guys going to have any video games coming out later? Should I swing back? Then you got the ball rolling, a little conversation. And uh, even at that point, if they sense they have a fish on the hook, they're not going to send you away if they have an immediate sale. So just get out early, folks. And that's it. I'm not, I'm not giving any more tips for yard sales. Uh, I'm not going to do it. So this is my business. It's the last time. Last tip. Right? Sure. <laughs> but you're going to head. You're going to head out of town. Is that? Is that going to happen? I don't know. I was thinking about that. It's, but again, it's just. It, is it when you start putting distance on? You know, it only really is beneficial if you come away with something and there's never any guarantee, right? Not unless you're a certain person. True. No, and then hit those non-advertised ones. You're going to have to go out and establish a route of, of the main arteries and look for signs because that's when you're going to get lucky. And the sharks are still going to be out there, but they're not at, they can't be at every yard sale at the exact same time. So there is a chance that you're going to get to the one before them. So anyways, we're, we're surrounded by total crap here. Uh, we have pickup videos to do and lots of stuff we've picked up. So look for that on our YouTube channel, YouTube slash start to continue. Because there's lots of stuff to show you. Museum quality stuff too, right? If you say so. Mm-hmm. Yeah cool stuff uh, speaking of pickups I needed to say thanks for picking up some stuff for me from EB games oh that was a bit of a fiasco right Joe drama all over the place no it was their drama because they screwed it up <laughs> Jesus Christ I get uh, the email that EB games has a sale coming up the next day this May may extravaganza or some some kind of garbage they have some new games like ps4 stuff on sale for 10 bucks each and then they had some uh recycled games that used to be 20 dollars each they were on sale for two for 20 so i gave you the heads up right. tomorrow you should go check this out i'm gonna check it out and uh so the next day take the kids to school you know, store opens at 10, so I get myself organized, head on over there. I'm, I'm there when the store opens. Uh, go through the, the recycled bin, you know, that's got the, the, sale, the sale items in there. Pick out some recycled stuff I want. And then uh, I had to ask them for those new titles. Uh, I think, what was it, Bloodborne for $10, brand new. And I told you, because you've been looking for this for a while, was that... Uh, until dawn yeah it was brand new for 10 i didn't need that but you needed it and so i'm picking out my stuff i'm ready to go and uh, of course the phone rings dad needs some help <laughs> well it was confusing because i couldn't <laughs> remember confusing. i didn't look at the ad and i didn't know what 
if it uh, like were they new games were they did you have to ask for them kind of thing um so i looked for the bloodborne did they have it yeah they yeah they had it they didn't have until dawn right no i so then i ended up grabbing um I picked up, uh, what's it called? The uh, Tomb Raider one, the definitive collector's edition one. Yeah. You grabbed all of them from what you were telling me on the phone. And you were confirming the price. I'm like, yeah, 10 bucks each. Ten, you know, that's 10 But I wasn't sure if it was new copies or the used ones because the ones that I had were used. Right. And so I called you and... and uh, what I, okay, so I ended up getting Bloodborne and the uh, Tomb Raider one for twenty bucks, and then as I'm le- as I leave, and then I get to uh, my next destination, and you call me and you say you got them new, like brand new copies. And yeah. I go, well, the guy never told me if he had any brand new ones to give out, but then I should have remembered that EB Games is notorious for they get their money by selling off not new games but the used ones yeah I'm trying to get myself organized at the cash and I I don't know how it arranged that you got out of your store with all used merchandise for new prices and then I'm at the cash and uh, getting all my titles through there and then you phone up again concerned because you picked up used ones instead of the new ones and i'm like yeah you're you have to turn around go back and go yell at them for giving you used ones this is crazy just go take them back i can't take them back no i'm not too far away too far away we just talked on the phone two seconds ago too far away back. cashier's looking at me like who is this guy talking to is his uh, male life partner or something, you know, they're having a domestic right here in the store. Like, look, I, you know, Joe, I, I don't know what to do. you got to go back to that. Oh, I'm going to take him to another store. I'm like, another store? Another store doesn't know you. You know, you were just there. Take him back. Nope, not going back there. How about you buy him for me? I'm like, no, I'm not buying him for you. I'm here in my store, a thousand kilometers at, away. At the cash. At the cash, dealing with this. And uh, the cashier's like shaking her head, and she's like, "Oh, he should have never got sent out of the store with the recycle ones. That's terrible." I'm like, yeah, I, you know, this guy I work with, I, I got to deal with him all day at work, and now I got to deal with him on my days off. And then Joe's like, "Just you buy them for me. You get them." I'm like, ah, "Do you have another copy of Bloodborne?" She's like, "We have one copy left. The store only got two copies to sell." And you see how hard that was. You were at the cash. So I'm like, great, I get to be the guy that empties the store out of their only two copies. I'm buying two because I'm that greedy. She's going to think I'm a reseller or something. And then, okay, I got you the Bloodborne. Are we good? Oh, give me the Until Dawn too. Excuse me. Uh, Do you have the Until Dawn as well? Yeah. Oh, yeah, we have one of those. She she had the only one of those went into my bag as well for you. She should be happy that you're buying product off of them. She'd be like, yes, sir, we got another one. Does your buddy want anything else? Um, uh, your, um... 
So adult responsibility should have been to look after I, yourself I and am go not, back to that store and yell at them for defrauding you with I'm, the with the used shit. Listen, I would, and that wasn't the only issue, was it? No, I went to because I had already been far enough away from this store. No, I went to the store really. closest to my house. <laughs> And normally EB Games puts like this white circular uh, uh, ceiling tape, I guess, when you buy an item from them for some reason. Transparent one. Transparent tape. Uh, and this is the first time ever that the person never put the tape on. Which you would think is a good thing. Now I don't have to take that tape off. Yeah, but that's except there for when you go to return it, uh, this check at the other EB games goes, oh, sorry, we can't give you your money back because these have been opened. There's no tape on them. I go, the guy never put tape on there then, I guess, because <laughs> I haven't opened them. And she's, oh, I'm sorry, a store policy. And you had the receipt. And I had the receipt. And it literally happened within half an hour. So I'm like, all right, all right just give me, the, give me the store credit, you fucks. <laughs> I'm not going to waste my time by driving another... 20 minutes back now and having to deal with the other guy and they might not even have anything so so I just got the credit and well you got screwed over twice on that day yeah and then I got to fix it for you I'm, I'm your fixer I'm your Michael Cohn yeah so now I've got I got some trade-in credit previously for some 360 controllers or something like that uh, so I've got 40 62 dollars credit at freaking EB Games that I'll have to use at some point. And I had to wait a few days to get the money back in my pocket from you. Well, I did, I, I did your favor. <laughs> and you still owe me for taxes, by I, the way. I owe you $2. Wow. Probably $3. It's, it wasn't 23 bucks With tax. Where's my phone? You don't need your phone. So that was good times. Oh, my back is and then as well, I bought their only copy of uh, the Life is Strange. Yeah, uh, you spent a whole boatload of money. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of money, see you in our pickup video. Uh, but this second version of that game, I don't know if it's a prequel or a sequel, but uh, it included the original Life is Strange, then this new game, and included all the downloadable stuff and some kind of book and bullshit like that. And that was on sale for 35 bucks, And that was the only copy there. And that kind of put me over the edge. She says, oh, this is the only copy we got. Do you even know what that game is? Uh, it's like... Uh, you don't. It's a walk around and solve what? a mystery. Are you sure? It's not action-packed. It's like a walking around kind of game. I don't know what it is. It's, I just described it to you. You walk well, around, you have a camera and solve a mystery. and That's a lot of games. No, there's no, it's like a walking simulator. Well, I know there's simulator. a girl on the cover, which I don't understand. It's like a walking simulator, but I think there's a little bit more to it. Than it's that. like that one with um, the Canadian actress, Juno, the Juno girl. She's got her own game where she, was that, Beyond? Yeah, and she's on the cover or something. Is that Two it? Souls? Was Two Souls? Her? I don't know, whatever. Uh, I think even that has more action in it than this is more like a uh, walking I around. I don't like those games because of the titles and the picture on the cover. Oh, give me a break when you heard about this Edith Finch game. That's all you talked about for a whole day, how bad you wanted it. 
and it's the exact same game as that. You're just looking around. Yeah, it's got a cool title and it's got a cool, cool cover. Title. Cool title. Woo! And then he talked me out of it. Well, it didn't work out after shipping because it's crazy. Yeah, as once again, Canadians get screwed over with pricing. Even we were both going to get a copy. I think it, what it was going to be seventy bucks. Maybe not that much, but with the currency conversion plus shipping. I think it was going to be like 70 It, it still didn't get down cheap enough. Oh, man. So, not happy with EB Games at the moment, but I don't think I ever am. But that, that'd be a store I'd be okay with if it went out of business. Well, I know. I got a bunch of titles I'm happy with, I think. I still want to see them go to business. Although, it is yard sale season, so I could probably get that stuff for two bucks <laughs> if I kept hunting. But anyways, they're fine. Why are you so confident you're going to find stuff like that? Why not? It, it's it, The possibility is there, so it's tough to pay retail nowadays. Tough to go to Value Village. like. Eh, it's tough to go there anytime. Uh, there's such crooks nowadays. Crooks, I tell you. They need to change the title of their their store. Mm-hmm. What you were there, you saw they had uh, like the old flash you put on an SLR. You know uh, that you change the angle, crank the angle down, and pull out the flash with the hot shoe. You saw one of those in the baggies for ten bucks, but you said it was all. Yeah. The. Um I, sw I swear they don't check anything. The the batteries, the four trip or four AA batteries were still in there, but they're all completely corroded, and uh, they leaked out into the uh, battery compartment. Yeah, but they still wanted ten bucks for it. Yep. So they still saw. Oh, this has got value to it, even though it was a lump of nothing. Yep. They don't. Even, they don't even test it. Ten bucks. Well, that's ten bucks. Yeah. Okay. Stupidity, I tell you. Stupidity. Stupidity's taking over. I love these Star Wars commercials we see nowadays. The driving commercials are back. You see these drive... Oh, with the Rogue, yeah. What is it, Nissan? Nissan Rogue. Where they're telling you now, any kind of anxiety, just let go of the wheel. The car will take care of you. <laughs> like, what? Yeah, what like if you're afraid to drive... On? You're afraid to drive straight. You know what? Just... Put the auto on. It'll drive you past these trucks. There has been three. The weird thing is, though, and I'm surprised no one's been talkative about or, or offended by it, but they've had three commercials. In all three commercials, maybe even four, the person driving the vehicle has been a female. Yeah. They had the one we saw tonight where she's afraid to drive straight between two trucks on a highway. Yeah. There's the one where the female and her dad are driving down the street and she's about to run over someone on a crosswalk and the car stops because it has the sensor on the front. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he, and he goes like, it stopped for you. <laughs> it's like, it stopped for you because you're too stupid. It's like... What are you trying to say? Well, the other one, the dad is supposedly teaching the kid how to drive. Yeah. And he teaches her to let go of the wheel. Yeah, let the just car breathe drive. and let go of the wheel. The car will take... 
but again, all three or four of these are female-driven, which you would think would be offensive, but no one's said anything about it. I'm offended by this is the problem with drivers nowadays. They're just stupid. Hey, I just heard in the news, there's an, they need Americans. They need to pass a new law. They're trying to pass a new law in the States for these, uh, you know, the newer cars that uh, don't have the ignition, the keyless ignition. Right. You just hit the button. They're trying to pass a new law. So if that car is left in idle for more than 20 minutes or whatever, the car will automatically turn off. Right now, they'll just stay running. And apparently... There's this growing problem with these cars that these uh, car owners are driving home and forgetting to turn off their car and going up to bed and leaving their car running in the garage all night and then dying of asphyxiation through, uh, you know, the fumes in the house. That's, uh, well, that's, is that sort of like breeding out the stupidity or the <sighs> stupid people? Well, unfortunately. Not breeding out, uh, what's it called? Weeding out, yeah. sorry. Well, they, you know, there's probably collateral damage with uh, kids and whatever involved. But this, we have to create laws for this now because they've forgotten to turn their vehicle off? That's mind-boggling to me. Mind-boggling. There was a story yesterday. This was in... This would, was that in, would be a good safety feature. Oh, come on. You're not going to notice your car's still running? I would because I got brains. <laughs> there was... This happened in Toronto. A guy got uh, in trouble in, at the subway, on the subway uh, subway stop. He was over the yellow line. There's a, you pretty much know you can't go over that line. He was over the line, just standing there, and got hit by the subway train because he didn't realize. You're not supposed to stand over that line. Mm. <laughs> when are people going to... You know need what? laws, eh? you got to create a new law. It was weird. I was at uh drive through a couple weeks ago and it was two lane ones so I was in one lane and, and what vehicle was it may have been a Honda or something in the other lane but it was one of those uh, uh eco vehicles where half gas half battery kind of thing powered right whatever you call those hybrids and it was ridiculous to the point where I th I didn't know what was making this noise, but the the drive-through was pretty full, so we'd move like an inch or like a foot, and then their car would stop. And then when she went to hit the gas again, it would turn back on, mm. and then she could move, and then yeah. the same thing again, it would stop like. I know it doesn't completely shut down, but it's one of those things where it sort of kills the engine. Mm. But then as soon as you touch the accelerator, it's like a super quick ignition where yeah. there's very minimal delay. Yeah. But I, I thought, who, how could you stand driving something like that? I would like it. No. That's what they do. Yeah, we, we have a buddy who drives yeah. one of those, and it's, uh, it drives me nuts. I don't think his is, is as bad as what I was watching going on there I, I i couldn't i couldn't tolerate it now i was just you know next to it i don't know things are getting too too complicated <laughs> well especially for you no for dad 
in this strawberry shortcake. I, for me, it's unnecessary. I, I can't tolerate it. Why don't it you, uh, let's move on, and you can give me credit for the next greatest thing you're watching right now. Oh. Well, I started a new series, and uh, if you guys haven't watched it yet, you should check it out. But I've, uh, I'm two episodes deep into Lost in Space, the new series. Um, uh, brought to you by Netflix, but I do not watch it on Netflix because I don't condone that. And, uh, yeah, two episodes in, and I'm enjoying it. I wanted to watch it and never got around to doing it as quickly as I should have. Uh, by the way, it's been renewed for a second season. Mm. It's only 10 episodes, so it's not a huge commitment for anyone who's looking for a new show to watch. And, um, yeah. You, so, you want to say something to me? Uh, no. Thank you. you. You watched, first off, it would have been something that we could have watched partially together, but you went ahead and plowed through it. So I had a, now I'm watching it on my own. Yeah, but I... I, I was going to watch it anyway no, I don't through think so. the promos that I saw. Yeah, but I gave you the go-ahead. I gave you the green light that it was good. I finished it, by the way. I didn't realize that the original 65 series was um, taken from the Swiss Family Robinson novel. Well, yeah, I guess that makes sense. Well, it's, yeah, it's certainly reimagined, and. Did the Swiss family Robinson have a, a conniving well, and uh, no. unscrupulous doctor? No, not that I remember, because I did read the book. Of course he did. And I read it as a kid, too. Really? Yeah. And you've read it a couple times? No, I've only read like, well, I've read it twice, I think. Twice. Because my grandmother had a whole, uh bunch of shelves where you had the encyclopedia set yeah but this also came with like a whole section of reading books like uh tom sawyer huckleberry finn oh, robin hood of course you read all those. so i read all those of course yeah magic um heidi read, yeah, even, lots read, time. even read heidi lots of time to get all that stuff done i used to love the read man all right so well it sounds like you're pretty uh you know the know this stuff. but yeah the swiss family robinson would you say you're an expert there is no conniving uncle there was no uh robot no obviously there's no robot uh there was a pirate attack though i do remember that were that, was, all that of, was near the end of the book were all of the family members like super smart and able to like were they exceptions to the rule kind of thing for yeah i'd say they were smart not super smart but You know, they, well, obviously they created their uh, whole treehouse complex and they created like pulley systems and, and ways to bring water from the ground up to the top. And they had uh, platforms they could raise and lower for safety reasons. Uh, they, hmm. Well, it really sounds like you know your stuff on the Swiss family, Robinson. They, they rescued a slave? I want to say, I think he was a slave, or was he a uh, native to the island or something? Anyway, they rescued him or something, and, and his name was uh, Friday. 
so he sort of became a part of their family. So I wonder if that's uh, where they interpreted the robot from, maybe? Or, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, uh, yeah, so I'm enjoying that. No, we're not doing a quiz on it. Well, like I said, I finished it, and I was very happy with it. Good. I'm glad you enjoyed it, and I'm enjoying it too. So the next thing I moved on to, you want to hear the next recommendation for the sure. next time you're on Netflix? Well, I don't go on Netflix, so <laughs> you can recommend something. This thing just uh, came out, and I've already watched the whole series, or the whole season. Hopefully it'll be a series. It's called Rain. Rain. R-A-I-N. That's all it's called. And it's a Netflix exclusive show. And Netflix, uh, you know, they, it's their show. They paid for it. But it's from uh, Scandinavia. The Scandies. Scandies put this out. So it is not in English. But there is overdubs. Should you choose to listen to it that way. Or there's... Subtitles. I like subtitles. I know you prefer to read the subtitles, and uh, it, you know it's another one of these. I know there's a lot of post-apocalyptic stuff out there now, but this is a different uh, kind of concept on it. Um, there is this virus that uh, is uh, spread through the rain, so if you get caught in the rain, watch out. That's it, and uh, you know. Then you follow a group of survivors, really a, a, a small group. And some might say this is like one of these young adult type shows, you know, like the 100 or something like that. But I, I found it pretty mature. And uh, so you have, they're trying to figure out, you know, how this happened or how to survive. And uh, if they can help solve the problem that, that created this. And, uh, you know, there's like this uh, company involved, like uh, the Umbrella Corp kind of thing, but their version of the Umbrella Corp. And not only that, there's a series of these bunkers that they're in or they go and try and find because you got to find shelter from the rain, right? You can't be caught out there. So you got also have this bunker kind of uh, business going on. And they're really the only ones that know where the bunkers are, or do they? Maybe, maybe not. Maybe some of them are looted. Uh, you know, maybe they're going to get caught out there. Maybe, uh, I don't know. And why are these bunkers there? I don't know. Got to figure out why. It's interesting. Uh, and it's a new take on how a virus or something like that is transmitted through the rain. It opens up a whole world of trouble of what you have to avoid you know even stepping in a puddle so what do they drink then if their rainwater is polluted they they don't get into it a lot but they do show you a lot of times they have distills like stills set up and they're distilling water every time every time they camp out for the night they set up stills so they're distilling but uh, any, any like a leak in the roof and a raindrop falls on you, that's no good. And then, of course, you're saying, well, so what's that mean? All the wildlife is dead, too, like the birds and all that? They've, they've talked about that as well. And the animals do not contract the virus, but they can spread it. 
So it's interesting, and then you get to see lots of exploration through this world. Um, you know, the cities that are wiped out and the little groups of survivors that are left. And there's also another group of, like, militia that seem to be hunting them, but we're not really sure what's going on. Anyways, it's only eight episodes long. It's called Rain. And the episodes aren't even an hour. It's somewhere like 40 minutes. So it's really easy to bang off that show. And you'll get used to the subtitles almost immediately for people who might be intimidated to turn on the subtitles. I, the show defaulted to the overdub voices, and I couldn't take more than two minutes of it. So I had to switch to subtitles, and it was good. Um, Whatever happened to that uh, French show we watched with the zombies? It was uh, subtitled. What was that called again? It, no, they weren't zombies. Well, they were. Yeah, they, they were. They were people that were coming back, right, that had died uh, sorry, previously. Yeah, that's what I meant. Um, but they weren't But there was zombies. two of them, not... They they redid it. They redid there was, sorry. There's a British one and there was a French one. Yeah, and then A and E put out a version of it. Right. It was uh, a French one though that was that was subtitled. The French one was excellent. The final, the last season, I tried to watch, but whatever version we got over here, the subtitles were just out to lunch. Like they just let Google do it and they didn't proofread it, so mm. the subtitles didn't make sense and I couldn't follow it. I, that was called. Uh, Le Revenant or something like that, or Le... I think you're right. Something like that. Yeah. That was excellent. Anyways, this is called Rain. And I found a new way. I did Lost in Space, and I did Rain. So how I'm watching these shows now, you know, because these shows all have cliffhangers. These shows aren't written normally with, like, an intro and a main act and a climax and a, and a coming down, you know. It just seems to ramp up to the end, and the end is just another big ramp up. So I'm finding I'm watching these shows where I get to the end of the episode, which is a huge huge run-up, and I just continue into the next episode until, like, the middle of your next episode. Every middle of these episodes has a lull that's a perfect spot to stop. That's like the new, the new uh, what do you call it, denouement where it, where it uh, slows down after a climax. You have to get into the next episode, and that's a perfect place to stop. And then you pick it up from there the next day, and then you go past, you know, the end of that episode into the next one until there's a nice lull in the next one. That just seems to be a nice rhythm to do it. That's how uh, I get past those cliffhangers. See, they don't bother me that much, so I don't... Uh, I just sort of go with the flow. I like the cliffhangers. I get my payoff immediately, and then there's a nice lull, and then the next day I start off and where it starts building again. But I like the cliffhangers, because that's how we were brought up on television. No, we weren't. Simon and Simon did not have a cliffhanger uh, at the end of every episode. They were done. Done is done. Magnum P.I. is back, you know, surfing at the end of the episode. He's not dangling off not of everybody was watching Magnum P.I. I like cliffhangers, man. They're fun. They bring you in. They, they, they're like, holy, I got to wait a week to see what happens again. Here we go again with this. Do we, this is awesome. Let's talk about it. it. Let's do discuss we this. We don't need it. Yes, we do. You're uh, let's have in. little little capsules of shows. You're being brainwashed. 
speaking of which, Fear the Walking Dead last week had an excellent episode, and that's a rarity, so I'm, I'm just going to put that out there. It was one of those episodes that just stands on their own. They went back in time to explore how this person, you know, lived after the outbreak and how he got together with this girl. Uh, and it was an excellent episode. I think people are completely bailed on that Walking Dead and the whole genre. Well, I think you're wrong. I think there's some uh, people are tired, but yeah, there's still good, done with it. There's still good to be found in it. I stopped watching, unfortunately. Yeah, because you. I've had my fill. I've had my fill of stupidity. People doing dumb things, like you say. Yes. So that's got to stop. That's it. For I'm sure. done. That's got to stop. I'm done. And, uh, yeah. So my next thing, I, mo I moved on to Jessica Jones. I'm going to pick up season two. I haven't watched it yet. Uh, I am, I forget, I'm, I think I'm halfway through it. Wow, it's disappointing. I don't know. Are you just saying that because you couldn't follow it? No, of I, it's not hard reasons. to follow. It's not hard to follow. But you don't really... It just pales in comparison to the first season. Your attention doesn't really stay. You'll see what I mean. Have fun wasting your time watching it. <laughs> Are you going to go back and finish it? Not at the moment. I, I just I don't care. It's just like this one seems to be thrown together just because the first season was... Uh, was uh, I guess well done. I was gonna say so well done, but the first season was good enough that they just thought they'd capitalize on it, and this one just seems to be thrown together with bad acting and bad writing. Wow. Oof. And I'm disappointed because I enjoyed the first season, so I wanted this to keep on going. Bad acting and bad writing. Yep. Well. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll keep watching and I'll let the people know the real... But you haven't watched it, though. ...what really is happening. I will keep watching. You haven't started it, you said. I just started it. Oh. I'm midway through the first episode. And then... Uh, but Rain has been... Uh, they haven't announced a second season yet, so mm. that's still on the bubble. But they definitely left enough stuff open to, to run wild. I am still in mourning, because Fox... Uh, Cancelled Last Man on Earth, which was one of my faves on broadcast. It was television. time for it. Oh, balls. You haven't even seen this season, so how can you say that? It's the perfect little show. I saw like, the first whole bunch of seasons. Oh, the first whole bunch? I watched the first 10 seasons. But they, as soon as they started bringing in 20, 30 people. They didn't. It's. it's that was a dream you had. No. Yes. That was a dream. The title has. The title Come over became here to the microphone. The title became irrelevant because he was no longer the last man. So you would rather just him be the last, the only, like castaway for five, I five seasons. No, I'd <laughs> rather him be the only man. I think he's only one of two mans on that show. No, so. There's been more than two men on that show. He you know currently that. currently is the only one of two mans. I've seen at least one, two, well, three, three, three four mans, other, sorry. no, four other people. Yeah, but they come and go. And that's just from what I've seen. Well, you haven't seen enough. What, just because they, 
come and then they go and, and travel off or whatever, it doesn't mean that travel they're, uh, <laughs> he's suddenly the last man again. Oh, boy. There's other people walking around, obviously, all over. Anyways, they they ended this season on a nice, uh, something big happened, and uh, so it, you would have liked it because it was a cliffhanger, and then Fox announced they're yanking it. I'm holding out hope Netflix rescues this show. Netflix already airs the uh, previous seasons, so why not just pick it up? Uh, they also canned uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, but NBC um, bought it up like nearly instantly after Fox let it go. I'd like to know what Fox has coming. I wonder if that show's good. Oh, I hear I a lot of talk about it. I but haven't checked it out. So you wouldn't like it because it's comedy. Well, I like, I'm going to assume it's going to be something similar to like the style of community or that kind of comedy style. So I don't know why you're watching it. What is that comedy style? Because you've never seen Community either. Yes, I have. I've seen, seen episodes. It? Yeah. Chris Pratt, a couple of hot chicks. Chris Pratt's in Community? No, that's not <laughs> what I'm talking about. The other one. <laughs> I don't know. Community is the college one. Yeah. Yeah. What are you talking about? I also about? want to talk about <laughs> okay. Chris Pratt's in that. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's great in it. Not at all in Parks and Rec. Is he Parks and Rec? God damn it. You're a big comedian. Parks and Rec is with uh, the SNL uh, lady. Mm-hmm. The lady. And Chevy. Parks and Rec. No, you're right. Community's Chevy Chase. Yeah, you're right. Pratt was uh, Parks and Rec. I've seen bits of both. Yeah, we can tell. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I've lost interest. And what? We've uh, come to the end of the show. Oh, really? Yep. What, the show's only 40 minutes long now? We've, we've, we're over the hour mark It's now. like an episode of Rain? Over the hour mark. Uh, no. We have to give our YouTube recommendation of the week. Because mm. we both... Because it's delightful. We both got suckered down into this uh, into well, the cyclone of this no. guy's channel. I found it, and then Joe's like, Ice perks up. I started watching guitar stuff last oh week. Oh, my God. And you're like, you're such a poser. And I'm like, dude, I'm just enjoying guitar. Oh, Christ. No, 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 no. If you want to go back to last week, I heard flamenco coming over from Joe's computer. And I'm why? what's a Spanish guitar happening? There's no way Joe is watching this. This plinkety-plink Spanish guitar happening on his computer. I wander over there, and of course, he's listening to it. But only because it is that of the female variety that is strumming this guitar between her legs. And that's how I knew Joe was finally a new big fan of uh, Spanish guitar. But that's not it. On my feed today, for some reason, this channel was put on the recommendation tab. Yeah, these guys were playing a Grateful Dead tune, and I thought, uh, yeah, let's check this out and see what they sound like, and blew my mind away, the the ability of this guy. Uh, his name is Josh Turner, and his channel's called Josh Turner Guitar, and that does not begin to explain the amount of talent this guy has. Uh, he, uh, he went from that to... Uh, he did a uh, 
what did he do after that? Sultans of Swing on uh, electric guitar. Just him. Just him and uh, singing it. And he blew my mind away with that. He sounded like three guitars in one. And then I uh, went on to another video, and now he's playing banjo, and he's doing bluegrass with uh, three other people. And he's doing the banjo like uh, Earl Scrugg style, completely like he's been doing it for 40 years. It just blew me. And this is a young guy. I don't know how old he is. Maybe like 19 or something. Or that's when he started. I, I don't know. He's a young guy anyways. And he just blew me away on the banjo. Next video, he's playing mandolin. Next video, he's playing the drums. And each video is just more mind-blowing than the next. In fact, I became more angry with each video that I let my my own guitar uh, talents go by the wayside a few years back. It, it was incredible. It was incredible. And, and I was mad because I listened to the, I hear the crap music my kids listen to, and there's people like this on YouTube barely scratching by. He's, it was crazy. He put out one, um, I guess it was an anniversary or a celebration video. Yeah, he had 10 million views, so he celebrated it with this massive collaboration video, which I just thought was him and like four other dudes singing uh, the band's The Wait. But uh, with each verse that came in, you realize that he had recruited like at least 30 people to play each part, um, take turns doing each part of the song. Each verse, they would do it in a different kind of genre of the music. One would be very folky, the other one would be jazzy, the other one would be country. And uh, it was just so many people came together to do this all in harmony. And he edited this all together with like picture in picture frames and all that. And uh, how about you just give them the name and we're to check it out? What did you think of that video? That one I liked because of the. The amount of production and editing into that and just getting everybody synced up. And it was, like you said, it was all people from playing a variety of different instruments and in different locations when they recorded it. So for that to be edited together the way it was. Even with, like, different... Someone would have just a shitty iPhone mic, you know, and someone else, but it all sounded fucking, like, Yeah, bang it was pretty on. impressive. So, yeah, Josh Turner... Guitar is the name of the YouTube channel. But if you're going to check anything out, I'd probably say first off, check that. Uh, I forget the exact title, but it's, yeah, you said it's the weight yeah. from the band. But I forget the title of the actual video. The weight, thank you, I think. Yeah, maybe. Anyway, Josh Turner, YouTube. Yeah, it was good. We killed about an hour watching it, checking it out. And he just seemed, every video, he had, like, a different, extremely talented person to play with. It, it was very well, impressive. To be honest, I think... Very impressive. Here's Joe with his... They were... Here we go. It was a lot of musically inclined people where, you know, it almost seemed like they were from a... They went to school of music or that kind of thing, right? Oh, yeah. Like, they weren't just some dummies picking up a guitar and playing or you know these were people who actually could carry a tune and play an instrument yeah don't do that with your hands all over the mic it's an hour of that in people's ears like that 
All right, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of STC Pod. Uh, be sure to check us out on YouTube at youtube.com slash start to continue. Uh, go to stcpod.com and click on the Amazon link at the top of the channel if you're looking to buy anything off Amazon. We get a little bit of a, we get pennies, pennies in the kickback from your purchases that we use towards uh, maintaining the life of this uh, this YouTube or podcast channel, sorry. Bill's on Twitter at STCPod. I'm on Twitter at AC Decepticon. Anything else? No, I think that's it. Okay, kick us out of here. All right, everybody. Thanks again for tuning in. We'll catch you next week. New episode every freaking goddamn Friday right here. Everywhere you find podcasts, that's it. Post and post it. <laughs>